Hello, and welcome to the Skull and Flowers podcast. I am Skull, and I am here with flower number one. Hi, I'm Lavender. And flower number two. Hi, I'm Rose. Today, our fable is Mercury and the Woodman, and we're going to talk about honesty and following directions. With that, Rose, can you read the fable? Yes. Mercury and the Woodman. A woodman was felling a tree on the bank of a river when his axe, glancing up the trunk, flew out of his hands and it fell into the water. As he stood by the water's edge, lamenting his loss, Mercury appeared and asked him the reason for his grief. And on learning what had happened, out of pity for his distress, he dived into the water and bringing up a golden axe, asked him if that was the one he had lost. The woodman replied that it was not. And Mercury then dived a second time and, bringing up a silver axe, asked if this was his. No, this is not mine either, said the woodman. Once more, Mercury dived into the river and brought up the missing axe. The woodman was overjoyed at recovering his property and thanked the benefactor warmly. And the latter was so pleased with his honesty that he made him a present of the other two axes. When the woodman told the story of his to his companions, one of these was filled with envy of his good fortune and determined to try his luck for himself. So he went and began to fell a tree at the edge of the river and presently contrived to let his axe drop into the water. Mercury appeared as before and on learning that his axe had fallen in, he dived and brought up a golden axe, as he had done on the previous occasion. Without waiting to be asked whether it was his or not, the fellow cried, that's mine, that's mine, and then stretched out his hand eagerly for the prize. But Mercury was so disgusted at his dishonesty that he not only declined to give him the golden axe, but also refused to recover for him the one that he had let fall into the stream. Honesty is the best policy. Whoa, that was a long one. That was more like a fairy tale than a fable if it weren't for that sentence at the end like, oh, by the way, here's the message. (laughs) Okay, so a different version. Lavender, please share with us. Okay, so once there was a man named Bobby who went to a restaurant to eat, but he left his old cracked up phone there, so he went back. The manager asked, is this your device, and pulled out a brand new laptop, but Bobby said no. Then the manager pulled out a, a new iPhone, but Bobby still said no. Finally, the manager pulled out his phone, and he said yes. The manager thanked him for his honesty and gave him both the laptop and the phone. When Bobby went back home, he told his friend Tommy. So Tommy went to the restaurant and did the same thing. But when the manager pulled out the laptop, Tommy said yes. The manager yelled at him and said, you lie, this isn't your phone, and kicked Tommy out, and he never got his phone back. What a weird manager. He keeps around (laughs) extra brand new laptops and phones just for that purpose. I mean, I think we got to keep our eye on this manager. Okay, how about you, Rose? Okay, it's obvious I'm doing the school one. Sure. <laughs> At least there isn't a bully in here this time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, once there was a teacher that gave out homework, and the next day she graded all of them. Then a boy named Dave told the teacher that he forgot to put his name on his homework. The teacher then gave a worksheet with 100%. Dave said that wasn't his. Then the teacher gave him a 99% worksheet. Dave said it wasn't his. Then the teacher gave him a 1% worksheet. Dave said that was his. For his honesty, the teacher gave him one chocolate. Dave's friend heard about what had happened and ran up to the teacher. 
Dave's friend Davey said he did not put his name on the worksheet too. The teacher then handed Davey the 100% worksheet. Davey said that was his worksheet. The teacher, angry about how dishonest Davey was, gave him no chocolate and made him have detention. Yeah, that's interesting because I think the teacher's probably going to know by the story that, like, there's no way Davey got 100% on this uh, <laughs> assignment. So, you know, that's actually pretty close because I think Mercury might be kind of smart uh, in figuring out. So, all right, tell me, what do you think the moral of the story is? Honesty is the best policy. Oh, that's what it says. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So let's start there. Honesty is the best policy. So... Is that the same as always tell the truth? Kind of. What's the difference? That, um, like, telling the truth just means, like, telling the truth for all of the things. Okay, so you mean there's some of the things where honesty may not be the best policy? Yes. yes. Can you give an example? Like when someone has a really ugly dress, instead of saying it's really ugly dress, you could say, um, I don't think it suits you. <laughs> oh, okay. So that reminds me when I was young, I think a lot of people heard the phrase, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. Okay, and that works and you can say, okay, a policy of honesty and a policy of saying nice things go hand in hand. But what if the person asks you, what did you think of my Brussels sprout cake? <laughs> Brussels sprouts are good, though. Would you eat a Brussels sprout cake? Never. No. Okay. So <laughs> how can you balance the two policies? Well, maybe if you know that it'll, like, hurt their feelings, maybe, like... Just don't say anything. Like, or... Yeah. Okay, so what what do you think? How could you um, balance the policies? So is is there a way to tell the truth but make it be less harsh? Yes. yes. How can you do that? That just doesn't suit you. So what 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 is it, what are you talking about when you're doing something like that? Like maybe someone's asking your honest opinion. Like sometimes you have to say something honestly, but you don't have to say it rudely. Okay, you know? so what do we call that? Being nice honesty. Politeness. Politeness. <laughs> uh, right, and and trying to actually spend some effort if you want to criticize something to say it in a nice way so how about this if somebody walks in and wears an ugly dress you not only say it's ugly but then you're like only someone as dumb as you would wear a dress that ugly oh wow that's rude so that's like a double whammy because not only are you insulting the dress but you're saying anyone who does that is dumb so that's like a double insult. Mm -hmm. So is honesty the best policy, even if you think that? No. no. What will happen if you live your life saying, well, it's the truth I feel, so I better say it all the time? Um, no one would like you. Yeah, you would just live all by yourself, and the only thing that would keep you company is the raccoons. So do you think maybe that's why they say honesty is the best policy, but not honesty is the only policy? Yeah, like... Oh, I just realized how I said best. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like giving advice. The mm -hmm. morals are giving advice. <gasps> okay, so why do you think the first guy was so honest? He was just an honest person. Yeah, okay. he's nice. Just innate in himself. Do you think in another situation he might have lied? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe in the first world. Like, uh -huh. If he lost a coin, he'd be like, is this your one million dollars? He'd be like, yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's interesting, though. The other... 
this wasn't a story with animals. This was a story between a person and a god. Why do you think the author chose for Mercury to be a god instead of an animal? Like, this wasn't a grasshopper talking to another grasshopper. Because <laughs> who would have a silver and a gold axe just, like, in their pocket? Yeah, yeah, so there's river full of gold and silver axes. What else? Um, maybe because, um... When you do animals, you're like, because you're trying to relate to your life because something like that could happen in mm-hmm. your life or it could not. Yeah, so, okay. What's it called? If Realistic you, fiction. If you lie, yeah. if you lie to your friend, is your friend going to know it? No. Maybe. Unless you're really bad at lying. Right. Maybe, maybe not. It depends on it. If you tell your friend, like, Oh, yeah, I have a jetpack. It's just broken right now. They might not believe you. Um, <laughs> but Mercury is not a person, right? Mm-hmm. So do you think there's a better or worse chance that Mercury is going to know if you're telling the truth? Better. Yeah, right? So I think part of that is because outside of, like, the manager who's intentionally setting out to trick kids in a weirdo way... <laughs> um, <laughs> then uh, people do lie a lot and it's not always easy for other people to figure out whether the other person is telling the truth. So I think maybe that's part of the reason why the author chose Mercury because otherwise, if it was just another guy who's like, oh yeah, I went down there and found this gold and silver axe and the guy's like, golden, and like, oh, okay, whatever, I don't know. Well, I think the reason that Mercury knows that he isn't lying is because he had, like, the golden axe first, didn't he? Or yeah. did he just find it in the river? Maybe, yeah. Hey, I mean, <laughs> we don't know the ways of Mercury over here. <laughs> um, so, do you ever... What happens when people lie a lot? They can't keep up with their lies, and then they make a mistake with the lie, and everybody finds out that it's a lie, mm-hmm. and then everything goes crazy. Yeah, so what happens if you get a reputation as a liar? Um, well, no one's going to trust you. Yeah. Uh, are we dealing with any trust issues in our house right now? Mm, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> there's been a medium-sized track record of people using apps they're not supposed to and going around screen time limits. So what, <laughs> what was the result? We got banned from it. Yeah, temporarily <laughs> banned. Who knows, with any luck, perma-banned. No! <gasps> uh, uh, uh. Okay, there's actually a second moral lurking in here because... Did the second guy follow the instructions? No. no. What did he do? He he pretended to lose his axe and then wanted to get the gold axe himself. Yeah, so he's like, okay, this guy went to the river, said no to the first axe, said no to the second axe, and the mercury rewarded him. I know what I'll do. I'll go and say yes to the first axe. <laughs> So what could be, like, another moral to this story altogether? Follow directions. Follow directions. And it doesn't necessarily mean it would work again, but I think if he followed the directions, he'd have a much better chance of actually having gotten the axes. And at least he would have gotten his axe back. Yeah. I have one question, though. Okay. 
Why? So Mercury is a god, right? Yeah. He knew which axe was the first god's, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yet he didn't know when the second guy threw his axe in intentionally. Oh, didn't he know it? Oh, he didn't get him for... He didn't uh, punish him for intentionally dropping it. He punished him for lying. lying. I know, but why didn't he know that he was intentionally doing it? Hey, Mercury has got lots of stuff going on. He's got a full (laughs) schedule of manufacturing golden axes. He doesn't have time to keep track of whether people do it intentionally or not. And yet he does have time to note who is and isn't lying. So (laughs) pretty, pretty interesting guy, that Mercury. Okay. What could the moral be if the second guy actually followed the instructions and then at the very end, Mercury is like, nah, you dropped the first axe on purpose so you still don't get any. Um, don't, don't try to get stuff out of your greed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's just like, you just wasted a perfectly good axe, dude. Like, just keep the one you have. Yeah, now your axe is all wet and it's you have to greedy. wait for it to dry. Or it could be, to me, it's like sometimes people find themselves unexpectedly lucky in situations and you shouldn't necessarily expect that it's going to happen the same way every time. Yeah. It's like if somebody's like, I left at 7.50 a.m. to go to school and I got every green light on the way in. And the next day someone's like, I know, I'll leave at exactly 7.52. <laughs> that was also not the number two. <laughs> Okay, what could the moral be if the second guy followed the plan and got the axes? Um, he shouldn't deserve it. So your moral would be sometimes unfair things happen? Yes. (laughs) Sometimes the world is a terrible place and people get things who don't deserve them. Exactly. Well, actually, sometimes that's a lesson that's hard to accept, but we we do need to accept it sometimes. Sometimes good things happen to people acting badly. Yeah. And we can't let that get us down or drive us to do bad things. What do you think, Lavender? Uh, I think that if you, like, follow the directions, then you'll get a good reward. Or you'll have a better chance of getting a good reward if you actually follow the instructions. I know that that someone in this family really likes cooking, but also strongly dislikes following the recipes the first time they try to make something. I wonder who that is. (laughs) And then that person is like, how come this food tastes terrible? <laughs> it's so true, though. Like Remember the sponge cake? Like the, the sponge cake. The sponge cake with, like, one quarter of the sugar and twice as many eggs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> vaguely chocolatey almond. It wasn't my fault <laughs> that we omelets. didn't have any of the tablespoons that I needed. Okay. What could the moral be if Mercury talked to the first guy and was like, whew, Good thing you said no to the first two, because I chop off people's heads who lie. Then honesty is definitely the best policy. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, I think that would be, especially when you're talking to someone who's more powerful than you and probably has secret ways of knowing when you're telling the truth that you should definitely tell the truth. I think, like, the main thing is, like, you should be honest in your life, but you should also be polite about being honest. 
yeah, that's right. And in this case, it's just like somebody is asking you a question, and you know, the truth is easy to tell. So, if I mean, Mercury could have been watching him. Oh yeah, true. Like, He's a god. And like, e- either way. Like the second guy, I just like can't get over how dumb he was for first not following directions, and then like, there's no way Mercury is gonna know whether I'm telling the truth. Isn't Mercury the uh, god of not knowing when people are telling the truth? Yeah, I think I think that's it. Yeah, like why didn't he just like follow the directions, right? Because mm-hmm. greedy people are just kind of dumb. Also, um, the first guy, he was being polite when he was talking, so he didn't anger the gods, you know? Mm-hmm. Angry. Yeah, okay. What could the moral be if the second guy followed all the instructions, and then Mercury said, Oh, great, here's your axe back. Sometimes they're just, people are just unlucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, like, maybe... Like, it's still good he got it back. Yeah, I guess he didn't really lose anything except for time. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't unlucky, but he wasn't lucky either. You should Mm -hmm. be grateful for what you have. That's another moral that should be in the story. Yeah, if you try to trick a god, you should probably just be grateful that nothing bad happened to you. Yeah, you get your head cut off. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Then finally, what do you think Mercury would do and what would the moral be based on your version of it if Mercury comes out, pulls out the golden axe, and says, hey, uh, is this your axe? And the second guy was like, well, I did just drop an axe. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, then the moral would be still tell the truth. Honesty is the best policy. Well, so is that still honesty if he knew what Mercury was getting at, but he was like, hmm, I hope that maybe he'll give this to me and I won't have to be tell a direct lie. Wow. Uh, like he was like, like subtly saying. He was doing like a politician's lie. <laughs> I did lose my axe. I need a new axe now. Uh-huh. They just answer basically when they want to when they want to not tell the truth. Politicians basically just answer a different question. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So what do you think would happen, and what's the moral? I um, think Mercury would just be like, "Do you want it?" So you think Mercury would eventually force him into like lying or telling the truth? Yeah, like he's Mercury is gonna be really persuasive. Swift. I don't know if persuasive is what you want to say there. I don't know. (laughs) High pressure? High pressure. Okay. Like, come on, take it, take it. And then once he takes it, he's like, okay, time to chop your head off. Okay, last thing. How are you going to live your life better having read and thought about this fable? Honesty. Um, Honesty. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, if you had to give this moral to one friend, no names, obviously, what would the moral be and what would you hope they'd learn from it? That lying is bad. So you have a friend who has an issue with lying? Maybe. Okay. I would say, I would, like, read it to them and then I would say, 
You're the second guy. <laughs> Here's this fable I came across. It reminded me of you because you're a liar who can't follow directions. <laughs> Which uh, doesn't really follow the uh, if you don't have anything nice to say rule, but... Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that you should follow directions more. Okay, so you have a friend who has an issue following directions. She's not exactly a friend. Ah. Okay, so you might deliver this fable to a sworn enemy, which, you know, you're a little young for a sworn enemy, but, you know, you do you. Okay. Hard questions with Dad. Woo! Okay, so what would your dream pet be? My dream pet, I do, actually, you are not going to believe this, but I do like dogs. dogs. I knew it. I think I've talked with your mom, and we both really like corgis. So it's not that I have a dream animal, because I would just like to have a nice dog. But I would want either of you to get up early enough to actually take care of it in the morning. I would. I definitely would. Oh, yeah. Miss just slept until, like, 10 a.m. Yeah, well, I could still. No, she would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, prove it and wake up as early as me for a few weeks, and then we'll yeah, think about it. Yeah, but you wake up at like four thirty. I do not wake up at four thirty for the record. Okay. <laughs> when do you wake up then? About five fifteen. Yeah, on the weekend. I woke no, up. I woke up at five on a school day. Okay, recommendation time. My recommendation is a book called See You in the Cosmos. Okay, what's it about? It's about a young boy who travels to a state all by himself, and he has to be brave in some ways. What connected to you most emotionally about this story? No spoilers. Uh, that he like went to places all by himself, and... Okay. Free from those pesky parents. <laughs> well, I was going to say something, but it would spoil it. Okay, no spoilers. Uh, okay. Yeah. How would you recommend it to all your friends, or is there any friends you wouldn't recommend it to? No names? Um, there's some. Why wouldn't you recommend it to some of your friends? Because they don't like cosmos. <laughs> they, they dislike the cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like reading. Okay, so it's because they don't like reading, not because they would... If it were a TV show, would you recommend it to those friends? Sure. Okay. And age range? Um, well, like 8 to 13. Is there any interest you should probably have if you want to read this book or... Even if um, you're not interested in the cosmos, this would still be interesting. It, it, it doesn't really have anything to do with the cosmos, actually. Well, does he live in the cosmos? Yes. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> okay. Rose, your recommendation. Okay. Drum roll, please. No drum roll necessary. Okay, so my recommendation is Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. Okay, and what's the most interesting thing about that to you? Because they solve mysteries, and it's scary. So you just like the spooky atmosphere and the fact that there's always a different mystery solved? Yeah, but it's literally the same thing in every episode except near the end. Are the the kids, in fact, pesky? 
I thought they were meddling. Yeah, they were meddling. Oh, would you say they're more pesky or meddling? Meddling. Okay, well, there you have it. The kids on Scooby-Doo are not pesky. And what age would you recommend it for? Um, probably any age. Okay, who would not like it? People who don't like spooky stuff. Okay, so you have to at least like spooky stuff a little bit. Okay. And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those meddling kids. Okay, well, I think that about wraps it up for today. Remember, honesty is a better policy than constant lies. Yeah. Bye.